This is Moss Whelan and Story in Mind. I'm just coasting off of talking about um, desperation uh, in, in, in publishing. Not so much in writing, but in publishing. Writing is, writing is fine. Writing is great. It's, it's when you have these unrealistic aspirations that wreck everything and you know, you're not it, you know, you're not good enough, it's not good enough uh, and if you could only get you know, to that achieve your dreams then you will be okay and everything will be great kind of utopia personal utopia so what would that be I think utopia is Greek uh, for no place. So it would be you and then something else um, Greek for person. Uh, maybe nomad. I know that, I don't know if that's Greek, but I know that nomad means a person without a uh, country. But then, does the, does the you upset that, like if it was you nomad. Anyways, so, not, not person, an unperson. So what, uh, yeah, what can we do to unplug all of that garbage and enjoy, enjoy the process? trust the process, enjoy the process, and make the thing, make the novel that we can present, and that boom, 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 right away, it's, uh, that it gets snapped up. <laughs> Keep on dreaming, Moss. That's part of it. It, it. it is about dreaming, but it's also about not, not being devoured by those dreams, those, you know, unrealistic expectations. Having a vision, um, but also this sort of, also the, the, this realistic, this balance. So we're back to micro goals. I, I'm just jumping to, there's got to be a sense of general satisfaction, that just generally things are okay, and that working on the novel is something that is, it's not plagued with doubt, you know, it's not, not plagued with doubt, it's not just, it's not plagued, a side thought is maybe that's where but you know, but maybe that's where novels, etc., come from. Is is this doubt and uncertainty, and that if you were completely calm and collected, that there would be that the, you know you wouldn't be writing novels. You know, you'd go around. Life would be piece of cake. You know, terrible uh, crises would happen. You know, and you would just sail through them. 
But there's a problem there. I, I remember, I remember showing up at a at a funeral. It was definitely a funeral. It was not a celebration of life, and there was a lot of misery. I remember going to another where the people had not. Uh, and actually, it was it was uh, one of my abusers, and everybody was uh, disconnected from this person. There wasn't a there wasn't a wet eye in the house. There was lots of jokes. There was lots of but there was sort of this bewilderment as well, like you know. Somebody had just been snatched up by a UFO. Um, but also that we knew that. We knew that there had been, you know, this, <laughs> this disappearance. But we, uh, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, that's, that's normal. Uh, and two, you know, it's just like somebody had been erased. And we have this vague memory of them. Not like the funeral I went to where the person meant something that they were a valued member of a family and a community and I wasn't related but I valued the person I had met them uh, they had they're hu- they were human being but uh, they had shown me kindness and I remembered them fondly and I cared about the um, the relatives so yeah some of my childhood friends were connected uh, to this uh, person and two it was their grandmother grandmother and I was actually asked to to go visit when she was in the hospital and she was just sleeping but there's sort of things like that where uh, that there's this difference in relationship and I'm just thinking of when my own grandmother uh, passed away that there was this long um, uh, feeling of absence uh, that still that still comes back. I'm not. Um, I can't say that I was terribly close, but that you know I had affection uh, for this person. So what am I saying? <laughs> How do I bring it back to this this sort of anti desperation, right? The opposite. Uh, in writing, in getting this thing done. I'd like to say something that, say, you know, those, say, franchises that I've mentioned that have... um, I think that they that they were important at the time to the people that wrote them. You know, that ultimately everybody is is writing something that is important to them at that at that time. Hopefully, um, e- even if it's say, you know, I'm going to write something to sort of to cash in, right? And maybe it will become, you know, the the next best thing. The other day I was 
I was thinking, oh, what if I had gone back and, like, say, what if I could just erase all of the, you know, all of the time spent um, taking classes, studying it, um, learning about it. It, it it just seems like say it, it it didn't really it doesn't really matter in the end. Say here's you know I am you know somebody I have uh, yeah yeah I've studied it. Uh, but I didn't I didn't have to ultimately. I want to say something like, you know, no, it helps. <laughs> tenaciousness, being tenacious, having drive and being tenacious, but that it doesn't destroy you, being willing to fail. I'm just thinking of my own situation, and it's like, did I, do I really? You know, do I mind failing? I, I hate it. I don't want to fail. But I do. That's part of it. And you can't, you can't get away from it. Is there any way to lighten the load? It almost feels like it say it's it's balanced out that uh, you know to begin with being on the track of getting something published there's got to be uh, a desire you wouldn't do it unless you wanted you know wanted it or you wanted something inside of it I'm still unpacking okay well what is it that I'm after why am I doing this thing uh, I know that I'm I'm into the I'm into the writing part of it. But you know, why why do the publishing thing? It does have to do with identity. It's 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 tied up with becoming like someone else. I know somebody who, who dresses like Tolkien and there's a sense of a, like a Elvis impersonator that, um, and too, I want to sort of think, I want to think, I want to ask, you know, is, is that what's going on? Um, I remember the first stories, my intention was my first manuscript, my intention was to uh, emulate uh, emulate a fantasy writer, emulate Tolkien, but, you know, to be that person and that that was the thing to do. And, and now it's, it feels like, say, I'm giving myself a dose of reality. I love all the arguments on on Twitter, right? Uh, you are a writer if you write. 
and uh, people refusing to distinguish, uh, say, author, right? You're saying, you know, I'm an author. It's like, well, yeah, but you, you're self-publishing, so you're a self-published author. No, I'm an author. For me, is it enough to... Uh, now I'm thinking of, of these guys and I'm getting upset. This is, once again, the convention and that it got cancelled and sort of going through these stages of grief and I'm thinking about... There's two... There's two publishers. Really, they're publishers. I think it's that they're doing short fiction... They love sci-fi, and so they've got sci-fi fantasy. And they, there's one on the island. It's, co- it's called Vancouver Island, not too far. And you know, while I was doing content and promotion for VCon, I was actually communicating with this person. And then uh, another guy, he's over in Calgary, and I was oh, I was communicating with him. You know, and it, it was just sort of, you know, I don't know if it's osmosis or symbiosis <laughs> or, or what it was, you know, but I'm looking at it and, and just, um, you know, this, it's almost this reframe of no, 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 uh, after getting over the initial shock. You know, I can, I can send some short stories, I could fix up some short stories and send them and... Um, and, and yet I'm, I'm still f- faced with sitting with this, uh, this difficult definition, self-definition defining, and, um, you know, why, you know, why, why do that, why send that, um, And too, it was it was very cool because the more the more I did for VCon, the more I, I you know I was getting a lot out of it, and say things you know learning about things you know the industry the publishing industry for speculative fiction, and you know people involved in it. I was seeing people uh, ahead of me, right, or say people who've raced ahead of me right, say, um, that have won, they won the Aurora, and I think somebody else won the Hugo, you know, and, uh, yeah, just, I'm not devastated, but I'm definitely disappointed, and I'm upset, but not overwhelmingly, uh, <laughs> uh, why couldn't they have rallied the troops, like, say, you know, I was not, I was not in on this. I was not told that it was, you know, going to get cancelled. And it would be, it would have been cool to sort of bring everybody together and say, "Hey, look, you know, we're, we're, you know, what we're we're faced with cancelling. Does anybody want to step up, right? You know, does anybody want to give it a shot?" Maybe I just didn't get that email. Maybe I didn't hear. I don't know. 
Because the response afterwards when people were, say, you know, I was talking with... We had the imagination, right? I had the imagination. This other person I was talking with on Twitter, they were saying, you know, you know they, were, they were upset. I think they were more upset than I was. Yeah, they, for them, they were deeply entrenched. They had been doing it for decades. Yeah. They, right, okay. So what <laughs> what can we do to what can I do to to sort of sabotage my um, to sabotage this thing that is getting in the way of uh, publishing because it's not the writing I'm always writing there's tons of writing um, local author I know Patrick Bolivar you know, he's sending out short fiction. He's working on... He wants to do novels, but he's sending out short fiction and he's working with editors and his his writing... You know, his writing has improved because of this. And he's been doing workshops and stuff. And he's taking he's taking the other route. You know, I, I went to school. You know, this is... Uh, I went to school, I did classes. But it wasn't just that, right? And... And two, there's a lot of opportunity to get... Was there opportunity? <laughs> there was imagined opportunity to get into writing for, say, television or film and um, even, say, comic books. And, you know, but here I am. Um, here I am back at, the, back at the tiller in my little tree ship sailing between star islands... Um, just, yeah, so, what kind of stuff? Making it more personal, you know, just making it more and more and more personal, so it's, that it's for me, that I'm sharing it, but that I'm getting a, a super big amount that I'm getting something out of it. One thought, and this is this is this is a bad thought, but you might you might be akin to my politics, so you might sort of be going, "No, Moss, that's a great idea. You should do this." Um, that that the work is polemic. In a sense, and actually in a big sense. Uh, I've, I've talked about this a number of times uh, doing this thing, whatever it is, this podcast. I've talked about um, political, that say writing is political, publishing is political. It's about finding somebody who echoes your... Um, your, you know, is a paradigm somebody is, you know, it's on the same wavelength, you have the same values closer than not 
just thinking of, of my agent and actually we weren't, you know, ultimately we weren't on the same, uh, political wavelength. And I, I don't want to go into great detail, but just enough to say that over the process, I, I found out stuff, um, I, I was I was advised, uh, say just things, uh, and to you know it, it, they made sense in a in a publishing way, but not in a personal way. So this is not to slight the other person; it's just to say that there are differences. And and I know a lot of people that I like uh, that you know we disagree with things, um, <laughs> but. But of course, you, you don't hang out with people that, you know, shout and you know scre- scream bloody murder, and uh, yeah. Usually, I'm just trying to think. <laughs> do I do I have any friend friends or family like that? Uh, of, of course, family. You can't really get away from uh, terrible family. Right. Okay. So. Uh, embracing, embracing one's politics, but the, but the, the a good rule of thumb though is, in thesis, uh, that it is uh, uh, a good debate that there's a debate going on that every scene uh, reveals the theme or you know examines it, expresses it, um, debates it, argues it. And, and in that, that, that's where one could have their politics and really sort of get back to what is, you know, it makes it a really good reason not just to write, right, that, you, that you're exploring, but it makes it a good reason to... <laughs> I just have a, had a moment of like, you know, oh no, I'm, I'm working myself into a corner. I'm arguing my own case. <laughs> this is must. This is why you should pick up the project that is, you know, about the environment, because there's there's one of those. But yeah, that it it, it speaks to you in, in a profound sense. My uncle is is pretty um, bust, busted up and concerned and upset about uh, the rise of fascism and uh, again it, it never went away but uh, it just it just reeks of it right now and and that say for him you know definitely that's the topic to be um, to be tackling and to one doesn't have to limit, you know, you don't have to limit yourself. I'm just thinking of, say, how to get so passionate about something that that it drowns out the desperation and, and that, you know, the, the desire for approval. It's not the need for approval. It's the desire for approval. Like me. I remember talking with um, Johannes Steger on and off about that. You know, um, and to that, what that gets back to, uh, that get back, it gets back to self-esteem. It gets back to um, a 
I'm, I'm just... Well, one, of, one of the difficulties is that, that I've got is... Um, I know that the problem is... One way of defining it is dusting. And it's this sort of inner em- emptiness. Um, and, and of course the knee-jerk response, you know, from whatever ideology is, I know how to fill, you know, fill that hole. Right? I know, I know, I know what to... And... Wouldn't, wouldn't that be great? Um, but but the, the real... For me, the real... Um, the real job is to is to assess is first you know to acknowledge it now this is sounding really 12 step but to acknowledge it um, to assess it to address it Uh, also to getting into why it's there in my case I know I know why it's there and so it's it's about that and say here's me convincing myself (laughs) to, to get back to get back in front of the keyboard in a certain capacity uh, and to to be conscious of it so not just to sit back and you know allow the subconscious to do what it will but actually to um, to take charge of you know my section of the brain you know and say you know this this is the thing really worth um, working on And, and that pushes, like, yeah, and to, this is me attempting to get, to get to the point where I can push aside. It's almost like, say, I will, uh, you know, I will, I will do that. I will ser- not serve the desire, but I will, I will address it. Because there is something going on. But, but there also has to be this um, value. I'm just, I'm just thinking of sort of an empty piece of trash. I, I saw this great... Um, somebody changing. They made fresh this cliche uh, burning dumpster, right? And somebody's talking about their friend and they said, you know, you, their friend said, you know, you're not a you're not a dumpster fire, you know, you're a, you're a dumpster phoenix. I thought, you know, that, that's sweet. You know, that is a a great way. You're not throwing it out, but you're you're taking it and you're seeing it in a different light and making use of it. Yeah, fire, fire can burn, fire can be terrible, but, you know, you can flip that and you can turn the fire into something that is... What's that psychological term? Sublimation. Right. You can you can make it useful. <coughs> I had a I have a uh, an old um, uh, and uh, he's really he's a childhood friend, and he he knew he knows he knew uh, all of all of my childhood friends and uh, and uh, he. He did that. He did that to me years ago, and you know, of course, you know, right in the middle of it, you can't appreciate it. But I, I can appreciate it in this moment. And that's uh, Scotty Stewart, and he's 
he's done a bunch of stuff locally. And, um, in my books, he's he's a real hero, and he's uh, you know he he talks about issues that that are really important, you know, really at the heart, and and that he's addressing the cause of these symptoms that our species, culture, civilization has. So there you go, Scotty. I love you dearly. What, uh, and, and Scott, so Scotty's thing that he said was, um, it was, it was that, uh, Basically, excrement uh, smells terrible, but you can grow, you can grow beautiful things. I, I, I ought to adjust that manure. That makes it more not not palatable, but anyways, manure smells terrible, but you can you can grow, but it helps to grow beautiful flowers. There we go. That's the best I can do. <laughs> And I, I'll bet that a lot of people writing books and, and that aspiration to be someone else, to be someone, to not be your, who you are, who you've been told to be, but to be something else, someone else. And, and that that is the, you know, that's the dumpster fire or the manure um, because it's toxic and it, uh, you know, you want to you want to be you don't want to be yourself that's toxic you know we ought to be ourselves and we ought to embrace that and value that right you know and of, and of course we're surrounded by media and enculturation and ideology that is against it so fellow writers fellow authors poets, artists, you know, let's, let's rise up and, and take back, you know, who, is it who we are, what we are, embrace it, and, and then, but then also go forward and tell a story that is important to us, that, that we value, that has our values in it, that is political, but also that... It, it argues the point, right? It doesn't, it's not, a, it's not just a message, you know, but it, it has, it, it moves back and forth, right? Um, against, for, this, this, you know, this um, thesis. And perhaps it's a tragedy, perhaps, perhaps in that, in, in this, in the novel, or the piece of work, the art, that that there's a, a anticlimax, you know, a failure. It's a tragedy. Uh, the hero doesn't win. The protagonist loses. You know, the villain wins. There's room for that. Especially especially during elections, right? If you're heavily invested and your side doesn't win and you're just praying that it doesn't turn into this totalitarian, you know, thing, you know, how, 
what can you say? How can you, how can you move against it? Uh, you know, should you, what are the ways to do that? This reminds me of Emile Zola. And I decided when I went on a trip to France uh, that I would read something French. And it was Emile Zola's uh, Germinal uh, translation. But it was cool uh, because it had, it had a story. It was talking about coal miners, I believe, one of the, really the only thing I remember is this bath that one of the characters took one of the coal miners and I think it's that they used lye soap and the result was that their hair bleached blonde so that, say, you would have, that a lot of people using that bleach, and so it was like, say, a cheap bleach, or a cheap soap, rather, and, uh, just remember that you know this huge block of a man and the description of his you know body hair is this you know he's this golden um he's not an adonis he's not he's 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 this um i, I want to say voluptuous but of course the you know that that doesn't work <laughs> but he's he's a big he's a big guy um there's, you know, there's fat, there's folds, but uh, he's vivacious. He has this vitality. He's, uh, it's this amazing, for me, it was a, an amazing description that, uh, and I'm sure, you know, of course, there's research there, you know, lye soap, it turns these miners' hair, uh, you know, bleaches it out. And to the, the, the contrast, the compare and contrast with, you know, the, the, this guy, when he goes down, he's all cleaned up. But when he's coming out of the pit, that he's, he looks like he's, uh, he's covered, right? Covered in it, uh, coal dust, uh, and, uh, say covered in the coal dust and, you know, sweat, greasy, um, yeah. So it's, it's almost like, like two sides, right? Two sides of um, like a bit of Jekyll and Hyde. The whole thing, though, was polemic, meaning that it was arguing uh, a political point. Uh, Zola was, Emile Zola was uh, a politician, ultimately. <laughs> and... In weak moments, I've thought about it, but then, but also going, you know, once it, I've thought about it, but more in a comical kind of, you know, that would be, that would be funny, bizarre, kind of appropriate, weird. You know, vote, vote for me, your, you know, mentally ill representative. Um, you know, I'll shake things up. You know, if you've read my story, da 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 da. What? Hmm. Because uh, okay, so this is sort of a final point on it is 
uh, to write that way or to say edit that way, sure, you, you write your first draft, but you come at it with... And two, I'm rolling off of having done this comic book and arguing arguing for an adjustment of how we look at money and use money and perceive money. And that, and it ultimately it is political. It's political. It's philosophical and, um, critiquing, critiquing the, the cruelty that we put money to, you know, we, we put money to, um, destroy people. That's what we use money for. Moss, we don't. Come on. You know, I have, I have people, like, you know, there's people in my city, human beings that are um, living in tents. Uh, yeah, they're living in tents under, under bridges. They're sleeping on the streets. You know, oh, Moss, but they're, they're sick. They're not well. Then we address it. You know, then we we tackle the problem. We do something with it. We we go we go to we look past this, these symptoms and we get to the cause. You know, the, and you know that's that's what a a human being does. You know, and sort of working myself up into a frenzy here, a full froth. Uh To be, to be proud, and, and, and I can say that, is that, is that I have pussyfooted around, um, I have done some things, you know, I, in my first book I did some things that were political, but I wasn't, I wasn't in the mindset of it as I was editing, I wasn't going, I am, you know, I'm here to shake up the system in a good way. Right, I am here, to, you know, to give a dose of, uh, you know, tough love, um, you know, a rallying cry, uh, because that's the best stuff. And anytime too, I have had that moment. I'll, 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 I'll feel good about it to the point of, you know, if if you don't want my work, I don't want to work with you. If you can't see what I'm up to, if you don't have the same values that I, if you don't enshrine, etc., 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 like, say, democracy, you know, if you, if you can't see your way out of, out of that, uh, then, you know, I don't want to work with you, I don't want to be, you know, published by you, I don't want to be represented by you, this is, this is, I like hearing myself say this. I like thinking about this because it is important, and I, I have been—I have been plagued every time I sit down to do this, uh, to send stuff out, and you know, worrying and griping. Um, but really, you know, this is the solution for me. I do—I think it's for you as well to be writing something with rage, to be querying with rage. Um, of, you know, of course not, you know, yelling and screaming on page, uh, but to be addressing something, to be saying something, and to be equally, you know, doing, um, doing your synopsis, 
your uh, query, um, cover letter, whatever they ask, you know, to, to be going in as, as a soldier, right? As a, uh, to be going in, you know, uh, on team, you know, to be looking for the person that is, you know, that that shares, yeah, that is, <laughs> I think I've said it, but it, this is, this is good to clarify for myself, because, you know, I, it, it into, it's, it's me, I'm tearing myself apart, and it's good to get to this moment, where, where it, it, it does have to do with the work. You know, that, that the cause is that I'm not confident about the work because I haven't invested in, you know, in the work in that sense. That I've been attempting to write something, you know, generic and I think milk toast is the right word, but, uh, but it, and too, it has these, milk toast has this, um, you know, you put the milk on the toast and the toast gets soft and it's easy to eat. It's easy to consume. And that's not, that's not, for me, that's not what I ought to be doing. I ought to be writing something that is difficult. You know, it is, it's just standing there going, I dare you, I dare you to pick me up. I dare you to get into this. Right? I will mess you up. I will break you. I will break your heart. I will break your mind. You know, you will come away from this experience transformed, but you will have to run the gauntlet. I'm going to throw everything I have at you. I'm going to make you prove that you're a human being. I just got loaned a book, actually, that is called Being Human. And I can't remember the guy's name. I keep wanting to say Jean Valjean, but it's not. It's Jean something, Canadian, but uh, well-known, uh, passed away, I think, recently. And I'm looking forward to, to reading the book because it, it is, it's arguing you know, what it means to be human and is there something, is there a better way to move forward with that? Uh, I was not human. I didn't grow up as a human. And I'm working at being a human. I want to. Uh, say, to be, to be the person uh, that is a great that great statement of be the person that you needed when you were growing up. And and it, that opportunity is there in writing. But, that, but there's also the question of, okay, well, 
what am I not doing? There's also the question of why am I not doing that? Um, if I could only hold on to this, <laughs> if I could only hold on to this notion, because I, I have this feeling that, say, tomorrow I'll wake up, and it might still be there, but that, you know, that I will, I will have to be reminded or return uh, or figure out some way of, of coming back to it. The ultimate best is to is to be working on something that does represent your values, but also uh, the opposite. That that in the story there is the opposite, and that your values are being defined. You know, yeah, you've got this argument. Here we go intersection you have these values and they're going to be shown they're not going to be told right I'm not going to tell you I'm going to show you this is what it looks like I know, I know it's there, say for my, for my second draft I'm working on. I know, that, I know that there's an argument there. And I know that I know that I can, I can do the story. It's sort of, I'm just imagining right now this 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 fire it's this it is this rage and taking taking that and putting it into the story and putting that passion into the story um, addressing into the theme making sure that the theme is very clear for myself and you know, championing a, a cause, picking a cause and saying, I'm going to, that's what I'm fighting for. You know, this is not a, it's a, it's a novel, but it's, it, it's talking about something that's important and I don't, I'm not sure exactly how to do that. Do I put up a sign that has the theme? I guess too. This is this is thinking about it and sharpening it and and going. Okay, you know we've we've got to really uh, take it home.
I think in my case it has to do with, I mentioned, say, media and culture promoting uh, mental illness, you know, promoting self-loathing and addressing that and that, say, um, rather than rather than promoting a model of mental health that that's the opposite is going on and so for my theme it would be moving back and forth and saying you know oh it's great things are wonderful where we are what we do is wonderful and then contrast it give examples also give examples though of give examples of where we are just wondering if I'm seeing Mr. Whiskers up her head. I think it's a pregnant cat. So I'm just wondering if Mr. Whiskers is actually Mrs. Whiskers or Ms. Whiskers or Miss Whiskers. Mr. Whiskers. No, it's a it's a different cat. I think. Already, I'm feeling this kind of uh, weakness around the subject. I think it's a uh, Maxwell Alexander Drake. You know, he's he's where I picked up uh, every theme, every scene must have the theme or must argue the theme, and. then for me it's it's this clarification you know what is it what is it that most most upsets me i was talking with someone a while not not too far away i mean time wise not too long ago and it seems almost any time i bring up first nations there's a difficulty it's a it's a difficult topic um, and I'm topic, talking about it. I'm bringing it up. And one person actually said, no, I don't want to talk about it. You know, I don't want to work on this. I don't want to think about it. And I, I understand, but I disagree. And And I'm still, I'm not not quite there yet. How how do you get passionate? How do you set set the thing on fire? In the phoenix sense of the word. That's amazing. 
This house has sprouted up overnight. It's not the best weather to be building in, but uh, it's amazing how quickly uh, a house can happen. So yeah, so it's about passion and how can one how can one keep you know passion going how can you um, how can you do that and it is one thing is that i i don't i or i haven't i haven't had the anger Uh, and there's a lot to be angry about, right? Say that my my project, my story, that I've into, and I have, I have, uh, I dropped the ball on it. I I allowed, you know, others to drive and steer, and for the for the big stuff, for the things that I was wanting to talk about, and and I keep doing this too. I keep sort of moving things into the background or subtext well we won't you know upset people we won't we won't get really close to this subject and I'm not going to get angry about this To do that, to do that, I've got to go there. To do that, I've got to, I've, I've got to get close, like really close. Maybe even in, I've got to get in the argument. I've got to. But it also means abandoning a way of writing, right? That I'm, that we're going to be comfortable together, and we're not going to address the subject. We'll talk around it. The elephant in the room, right? You know, we we know it's there, the shape, right, but it has no no substance. Ultimately, it's, it's got to do with uh, promotion. It's the promotion of something that's damaging. And that, say, we grew up in that. We grew up in that. We, um, and, to, and we promote it. Uh, and, and we hate it, right? It, it, it ruins us. It destroys our lives. Some of us uh, know how to cope with it before I've called it you know das ding but you can call it whatever you want and it's just that uh, emptiness inside
at least a year ago, at least a year ago, probably more, I was writing about uh, battling this, you know, that I'd actually imagined it as a, it was actually like a a conflict. And I was seeing it as a psychomachia. The dog is uh, spinning around in circles. Hello. Good to see you too. I'm pretty sure that it's uh, neurological damage. Hi. Good to see you. And... I could be wrong, but I, I don't usually see dogs going in a circle. I think that was like a behavior... If somebody was arguing that it was a neurological. I could be wrong. It's something, something to look up. Dog, like, it's not, it's not running around. It's actually... Well, maybe it is running around. But in very close quarters, like it's, it's uh, rotating. I don't know if that's the great right word for it. It doesn't look like it's chasing its own tail. That's what I'm trying to say. So how are we doing? We're wrapping things up here. So what is it that I'm not writing about? I'm not. What I'm not writing about is racism in Vancouver. And I'm not writing about directly, and I'm not writing about poverty, and I'm not writing about uh, abuse, and I'm not writing about... It's all sort of this escape to a fantasy world. How do I get out of that, that rut, you know, of, you know, uh, oh, I want to pull my punches. I want to be... I don't want to upset the reader. And it's, it's led to this very safe... Um, yeah, it's very safe. Maybe it has to do with that it's... for young adults, and young, definitely, a 14-year-old. but it's, it's heartless, and it's gutless. It's doing things, and it's making these arguments, and there's a plot, but story-wise, theme-wise, it's really milk toast. It's weak. And, and the opposite is there for the, for the taking. would it make a difference? I think personally it would make a difference. Let's say it would be helpful, very helpful, when approaching an agent or a publisher, or even self-publishing, that I would have confidence in it, and that I would like it. Instead of this huge amount of uncertainty, um, 
that I would be on board. Because because there is this distance. confrontation would at least make it um, tolerable, I think. Instead of worrying, oh, it's like, oh my gosh, somebody's not, you know, this is not going to get published. Instead of that, having the confidence of this needs to get published. Not that I want it to get published, but it needs to get published it's arguing something of value. It has value. And considering, say, where I've come from and where I'm at, it makes sense. It makes sense that, that value is an issue. But this is something to strive for and work towards and that this is one way of doing it sort of associating yourself with that value and I'm, and I'm not talking about you know financially I'm talking about culturally or you know interpersonal valued in your community you know here's somebody who's um, stands for something who's standing up for something And on that note, I bid you adieu. Thanks for listening. Take care.